Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Neither rain nor snow nor dead of night shall keep Budpod from its appointed tasks. <laughs> nor pestilence nor Armageddon shall keep us from um, uh, chatting about shit really <laughs> although I suppose now thanks to you we can add mucus to the canon yes 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 there's there's a bit of that now we're, we're, we're expanding our brand in these difficult times yeah you have to move with the times and um Shin vomit. Ah, oh, that's uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That's so last week. That's, now that's... it's all about <laughs> aerosol viruses. Yeah, shit, 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 shit and, and vomit and piss is the the twin teens. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is a new decade, a new world. There's, there's the twenty teens, the 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 twenty twenties. It's going to be all about stock market collapse, contagion. Um, probably a war at some point. Do you think there'll be a war? Surely, well, everyone's too sick to be a war, to be fighting. I'd I'd like to think so, but then maybe one side in some conflict somewhere will be like, "Hey, they're all sick." I'm I'm very worried about what Russia's getting up to because we haven't heard hide nor hair from our red cousins across the pond. <laughs> Yeah, I think that that that's that's actually quite a good point. God knows what that what that lunatic is cooking up. Um, <laughs> I, I I was thinking like like Russia and and especially China as well. What with their love of concentration camps and whatever, they must just be like, uh, hey, you know, people say that our governments aren't nice enough to dissidents, but we're helping them self isolate in these uh, solitary confinement cells. <laughs> Oh, you know, man. people people say we're cruel, but you know we've we've managed to keep the entire political opposition really safe uh, in these little boxes where the disease can't get them. Well, speaking of speaking of uh, forced quarantine, have you seen that Harvey Weinstein has coronavirus? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one the... upside of being put in prison, and you can't even have that. <laughs> My days. <laughs> well, you know, um, maybe he just tried to bully and trick coronavirus into visiting him in his cell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, the one thing he couldn't drug. <laughs> or just, just yeah, just a bribe or bully or harass. What a... he's He is, like... I know he was trying to play on public sympathy by using like his little walker and and you know getting all looking all frail and wearing like a suit jacket that's a bit too big for him and whatever yeah um but it just made him look more evil well i apparently that's not 
the when the the walker is not really fake. He is quite ill. I think he's um God, he's got diabetes or something. He's got some shit. I mean, you don't do, you don't end up looking like that without picking up some health complications along the way. Oh, look, I mean st- stress uh, uh can can wreak havoc on a body but i mean like what's interesting to me is like uh it's like how everyone who's arrested for being a serial killer looks like a serial killer mm-hmm. yeah 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 once yeah. one because like harvey weinstein like even when he's all hunched over and thin like when he was in his prime which was weirdly only a year ago or whatever <laughs> and he was just striding around with a big fat face um he yeah. was like he was he was slightly taller than me and heavier than me like he's a massive fucker yeah really big um so yeah now he well, that, but then, that, like, that's that's one of the reasons the victims give for how they one of the many reasons you you'd succumb to him because people go well why didn't you just run away and they're like he's the size of a whale he's literally too big <laughs> to get around <laughs> yeah he's huge just his, his head alone is like three basketballs together or something it's mad and uh, <laughs> three basketball, <laughs> just huge. And but now, but then once once we we've basically all heard the recording where he just admitted to being a a sex criminal. What well, to the to the lady, the sort of Eastern European sounding lady? Yeah, she oh, she she's um Italian Filipino, which is an accent only huh? you can practice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Italian Filipino. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it's something like that. Um, yeah. Um, but once you hear that, then you look at him and you just go, well, whatever your appearance changes to, you're still, like the serial killer photos, you'll still just seem evil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this this is the future, Phil, is we're, we're, we're only on, we're not even on opposite sides of London, we're even closer than that, and yet here we are quarantined in our homes. Gosh. I didn't, I didn't think in my lifetime I would see the Prime Minister of Great Britain and Northern Ireland looking at me down the camera saying, you must stay inside. I mean, <laughs> yes. this is dramatic stuff. I, I, I looked into Boris Johnson's eyes and I thought, did he ever, did, like, did any of us ever imagine 10 years ago that Prime Minister Boris Johnson would say the phrase, together we can defeat the virus. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who got caught in a zip wire. Yeah, the whiff-waff guy. Oh, man. Oh, and it's, and it, like if you showed a clip of that to someone 10 years ago, Boris Johnson saying that, and then it cuts to like President Donald Trump going, oh, maybe we have some of the best medicine, I don't know, maybe we don't. And then... The person would be like, oh, that's from, like, Time Trumpet, the Armando Iannucci satire. <laughs> that's like yeah. a dystopian future full of... Uh, oh, but it's a bit too silly to be believable. It's fucking crazy, man. How, what's your quarantine routine? What's your quarantine routine? I've not hit a routine just yet. I'm, I'm, I'm still just sort of... Well, I, I get up, I guess. I make some coffee. I make a breakfast. Today I had scrambled eggs on toast. Yeah. Uh, on the ends of the <laughs> loaf, by the way, the, the bulbous ends of a loaf that you can't fit in the toaster, I grilled. To, that's what this has reduced me to. <laughs> I'm grilling the end of loaves so as not to waste any toast. The end of time, God, the end I, of loaves. I should just throw those ends out the window to the nearest urchin. <laughs> but now I'm preparing them as toast for breakfast. Uh, I mean, food waste is certainly going to go down. You'd think so. 
Food waste is going to go down. Um, the number Until of people... everyone realizes they can't eat enough to get through their stockpiles of fresh vegetables. Like, why are people stockpiling fresh vegetables? We never get to the vegetables in time as it is. Quick, let's stockpile all these pears. <laughs> it's a run on the avocados. It's like, come on, those are good for like half an hour. <laughs> I'm... Uh... I'm amazed that people were even stockpiling Lural, because obviously it's not a shitting disease. No. Um, but secondly, they don't seem to... Like, either I am being very careful with my Lural, but I th- was looking at these guys, and I was like, you you can't be shitting that much. No. Well, I mean, I, I look at our Lural situation, and we've still not got through the roles we had before all this kicked off. Yeah. So, I think people are started realizing, oh, actually, a, a, roll, a roll of blue paper actually lasts you a decent amount of time, you know. Yeah, and, and also, like, these people are buying, like, 38 rolls of toilet paper, and you just think, you're ill. <laughs> you're ill. You're ill in the head. So what are your priorities that you're getting, you're getting loo roll <laughs> before you're getting food? Or... Yeah, they, 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 you don't even have anything to shit out. <laughs> Well, I, I I might not have any food, but at least I'm not going to embarrass myself at home alone with a <laughs> shitty asshole. Yeah. Now now I can ensure that I have a generally clean asshole, but not as <laughs> not as clean as if I just uh, had a shower after every crap, which I now have the time to do. Which which we all have the time to do now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh my word! That I mean, see, this is the trouble, listeners, is that when we recorded those the, the those episodes where we with with Adam Hess, where we were saying, "Oh, I'm sure it'll be like SARS or MERS. It'll be bad, but it'll be quarantined." That's that's the problem with recording two episodes in a row during uh, a, a history-defining pandemic. Yes, that is why we are now recording these one a week because yeah, I don't want to this this week say, "Oh, well, I mean, the very idea of." Uh, humanity being taken over by a race of giant alien locusts is a, a ridiculous. And then next week, I have to go. Sorry, guys, and sorry, Locust King. Uh, <laughs> and we have I've to go. The gun there. <laughs> and then we have to do a really humiliating sponsorship read for the Locust King. <laughs> and remember, Bud Pod is brought to you by the Locust King. Behold his mighty wings. Uh, but I mean, it doesn't even have. To, it wouldn't even be an alien locust race. There's a, there's a locust plague in East Africa right now. I mean, how much do those guys have to cope with? Jesus Christ! Oops, sorry. God damn it! Got a. I've got. A, that was just a ping of a reminder on my laptop. Because even in the apocalypse, I have reminders. <laughs> what do you, Phil? What do you have to do now that there's nothing to do and our industry doesn't exist? It just says, uh, "Remember to lie down." <laughs> it just, it just, it just says, uh, keep, "Yep, keep at it." Yeah, um, keep lying down. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's an actual <laughs> plague of locusts, which is, god damn it! I mean, this is lazy writing, really. As far yeah, as the story it, of the world goes, this is you can't just copy the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A plague and locusts. Not just a plague of locusts. A plague and a locusts. Yeah, someone misheard it. <laughs> God misheard us talking about it. I think they want to plague and locusts. 
Uh, well, better look out for your firstborn son there, Pierre, because um, I remember they tend to be next on the chopping block. Yes, um, but we haven't had the toads yet. That was one of them, wasn't it? Toads. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what, maybe there's a modern translation of what, what toads would have been. Toads. Yeah, maybe. Mm, oh, um, it, it must be the sort of American alt-right movement who are characterized by Pepe the Frog. Yeah, Maybe that's what toads are now, so we have to watch oh, out man. for a, a resurgent alt-right. See, we could be um, evangelical scammers. It's so easy. It's so easy. That's the thing about symbolism, is that <laughs> yes. it can mean anything, and you can look right if you're skilled enough. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's that's half of the reason for the incredible shelf life of Harry Potter. Hey. Because people just go like, oh, it's a, this, it's full of symbols. It's full of like, oh, that's, that, that sacrifice is like this. Like, you know, all those memes where people are like, right. God, um, uh, 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 Dominic Cummings is like Snape. And um, then but that means Boris Johnson is like a, a Quirrell. And then that, nah. I see, I see, I see, I see. <laughs> if, you, if you just have a book with a bunch of characters who are archetypes, you can apply it to literally all of human existence. Yes. Th- and that's what I liked about Dan Brown's books where he literally told you exactly what each thing meant. And (laughs) there was no ambiguity. You could not apply it to anything else. This statue means this. That person is them. End of story. Yeah. Yeah. The angry angry man was upset. (laughs) The clever man looked at the interesting statue, and the interesting statue meant that the jewel was downstairs. The end. Yeah. That's that's a book. It's like it's written by a robot. (laughs) <laughs> you know he wears gravity boots what when uh, dan brown is, is is stuck on a book and god knows how but when he's stuck reading one um yeah <laughs> 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 he um he locks his he, he locks his feeties into a little pair of gravity boots on the ceiling on a beam oh no way and he and hangs he hang- upside down like a bat yeah. yeah he hangs upside down to get all blood in his mind ah <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't think that's how the brain works. How how long into isolation before you try it? Hmm. This evening. <laughs> exactly. exactly. How's your isolation? How's your isolation going, Pierre? I watched one of your uh, YouTube doodle videos. Oh, my drawings! Did you? Which one did you watch? I watched the first one where you drew a a, a horrible man trying to. Pull something out of his nose. Oh yeah, yes, the horrible elf man. Did you did you did you find it soothing? People have said it's I soothing. I had it on in the background as I did as I unloaded the dishwasher. Nice. And it was soothing. I think you're right. It's a bit um, it's like a, it's sort of like a grotesque ASMR. Yeah, I think so. And um, I'm gonna upload one today, which actually took almost like two hours, and it's sort of still it's still not great given that's how long it took. But it's a it's a it's a topical cartoon. If you guys are listening and you don't know what on earth we're talking about, because I have nothing to do, and um, the global pandemic has essentially removed all of my excuses for not um, doing drawings and art again. Because um, I used to be like, well, I'd love to do it, but I have all these uh, gigs and stuff. And <laughs> now I have nothing to do. So I'm I'm filming myself doing drawings and talking about them quietly to myself like a horrible Bob Ross. And they're all on YouTube. So um, if that sounds good to you. But, and they're uh, a very comforting <clears throat> thing to put on. Because I always put something on. And I'm, usually I put on 
a podcast or BBC News to k- keep up with what's going on. But I don't want to know what's going on at the moment. And <laughs> if you're like me, pop on a little bit of Pierre drawing, and it's something to fill the silence without reminding you of uh, of uh, um, everyday doom. Although I do mention the plague a few times, but only in a dismissive way, in a fun way. Yeah, it's quite funny to think of these videos as what archaeologists discover in a few yes. centuries yes. as the only thing our, our civilization left behind. It's I, a guy I was drawing th- and going, <laughs> of course, seeing as we're currently <laughs> going through um, the massive plague. That's, I and, was then, saying- and then the archaeologist like, a plague, that's what did it. <laughs> I was saying to myself drawing the one yesterday, I was saying, imagine if people watch this in like two years and they go, Oh yeah, it's like this kind of it's kind of like ASMR, but he's pretending that there's an apocalypse. Um he's like <laughs> he's like role playing that he's trapped in his house and he's being made to do this. Uh through boredom, yeah. It's it's quite interesting. I don't know why he's added that in. <laughs> Um, but yeah, other than that, I've, I'm, I, my, my routine, uh, I do the drawings and I've got a pair of bedroom tracksuit bottoms and living room tracksuit bottoms. I put on a fresh pair of tracksuit bottoms today because the tracksuit bottoms I was wearing yesterday, I got some sauce on. <laughs> Those are the kind of sartorial decisions I'm having to make on a day to day basis. I just, I just try and now my living room is the outside. Um, <laughs> yes. And my be- my bedroom is the inside. Yeah, bedroom um, your house. Yeah, my bedroom is my house, and so that means that I can I wear my grey tracksuit bottoms in my house, my my house bedroom. Um, yeah. And then I wear my like waterproof black tracksuit bottoms outside. Um, waterproof? What are you expecting to happen in the living room? I I'm hoping that I develop my own weather. <laughs> I hope I'm inside so long that I start to create little clouds. A microclimate. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The Pierre's flat microclimate's very rare. A lot of rare plants only exist in that plant. <laughs> um, but yes, I, and as we all, as we all know, Phil, the, the reason that it's that way around is that grey tracksuit bro- grey tracksuit bottoms are lingerie for men. Yes, they are. They're very um, revealing. They're soft to the touch, um, incredibly expensive. Yes, yes, and handmade by French people. Victor's Secret. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a a thrilling adventure novel set in the Grand Canyon. (laughs) Victor's Secret. Victor's Secret. (laughs) Sounds like a Dan Brown novel, to be honest. Yeah. Victor had a secret. He is the character with the secret. <laughs> oh, darling. I don't care that we're in isolation. As long as we're in isolation together. Yes. Yes, just like when we first lived together. All those years ago. <laughs> Here I am reminiscing instead of feeding you your yogurt. There we are. Another spoon? Oh! You've got it down your chin. Messy. Uh, you know, I hope the plague never ends. Our families wouldn't understand. I mean, they never did. I'm sure you'll remember all those letters they sent. I had to keep them from you, of course, but I... I know you can't read, but I read them to you. I felt like it was important to be honest. 
once I'd gotten over the impact. So furious, they were furious. You're just a mannequin, they said. Stop feeding the mannequin yogurt, they said. Your house stinks, it stinks. It doesn't even have a, a mouth hole. It's just lips, fiberglass lips. I think they were just jealous because they don't have fiberglass lips. They've got terrible fleshy lips like mine that will someday decay, but your lips, <laughs> they're never going to go away. And you're never going to get any sort of disease either. They're probably laughing on the other side of their non-fiberglass faces now. Ah. <sighs> Are you watching anything? Me and my sister yesterday, we started uh, the hot new Netflix uh, documentary series, uh, Tiger King. Oh, I've seen the trailer for that. It looks absolutely fucking insane. It's crackers. There's absolutely crackers. Just in case you would think, oh no, now is a, a crazy time. Uh, just before was also a crazy time, so don't worry, because these people are fucking nuts. Where's it set? It looks very Florida. It's um, it's. A cr- few states in america basically it's a, it's about the um american big cat community of fucking nutters who collect and keep tigers and lions and it turns out they're all fucking crazy and maybe a little murderous mm. oh mm. well, well, well. maybe the t- tigers aren't the only killers in the zoo. Very nice, very nice. Um, I've introduced my flatmate to the TV series of Hannibal. Oh yes, I've never been... I I, I don't think I could stomach it. And from hearing what you've said about it, I know I definitely would not be able to stomach it. It is, it is brutal. Mm. But it's brutal in the way that like watching an actual medical thing would be brutal where it's it's sort of casual and it's and then we'll just open up the uh, rib cage and you're like <laughs> because watched, for them it's just like nothing but yeah I, I watched silence of the lambs for the first time like two weeks ago did you what do yeah. you think well that was great it's good isn't it some of the some, some of the script is absolutely brilliant some of the dialogue between um hannibal lecter and what's her name nightingale Cl- Clarice Starling. Clarice, Clarice Starling. Clarice Starling. Um, some of those lines are just fantastic. And do you know that Anthony Hopkins got a, won an Oscar for it and he's in it for about 18 minutes? It's amazing, isn't it? Like, it's, it's, it's so much about Hannibal Lecter, but so f- he doesn't even say that much. Yeah. But then, like, that's, a, that's the amazing thing is that almost every line he says is so quotable. Um, like when he says to her, what did Mig say as you walk past or whatever? And she, she she's really embarrassed because he said, I can smell your cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and he just says, I see. I, for one, cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who's obsessed with Silence of the Lambs? Who? Apart from uh, clearly me. Um, John Robbins, fellow podcaster and former... Now Radio Five Live, now XFM, former XFM guy John Robbins. Um, mm. He knows Silence of the Lambs, I think, off by heart completely. Wow! Um, and I saw him. Well, he's the kind of guy who knows a lot of things off by heart completely. Yes, that is very much on brand for Brand Robbins. 
Um, but old uh, Jay Robbins, I saw him do Comedian Cinema Club at the Fringe a few years ago, and it was Silence of the Lambs. And he was getting it like, if we'd left him alone and not made any other comedians do it with him, he could have just done the film Silence of the Lambs perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> but then he was on stage with like, I think Lou Sanders and stuff. So it was just, it, it, you could see him getting frustrated with people not knowing the film. It was great. I- oh, man. <laughs> I, I was that person when Comedian Cinema Club did uh, The Dark Knight. Yes, of course. <laughs> I, I basically drove the whole thing scene for scene. <laughs> That's perfect. If you, Listeners, if you don't know, I, I often refer to Phil as a essentially a Batman historian. I wish. I wish I could hold such an honorable title. I've, I've um, not studied for a while now, though. My knowledge is faltering. Well, you've got time. That's true, that's true. We all have nothing but time, 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 time. Um, how long until your isolation means that while you're looking out the window with a telescope, you see a murder? I see a murder. Yeah, like rear window. <laughs> um, ooh, I mean, the people outside the back here, they, 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 seem, or, they, they seem decent enough. There, uh, there are a couple of there, oh, there was a flat that kept having parties real late. I think there's some students moved in, but that's going to end now. <laughs> so maybe it's not all doom and gloom. <laughs> nice quiet nights for me. <laughs> God, I'm sleeping so long now. I slept oh, about yeah. nine, nine, ten hours last night. <laughs> I think it's too much, actually. I think I, I listened to something recently that said, yeah, you can sleep too much. It's not good to sleep too much. I think if you sleep forever, you die. <laughs> I, I always assumed true. that was how I was going to die. I, if I didn't set an alarm, I just I wouldn't wake up, and I just then I'd, I'd be, be how I <laughs> It's did you do you get that thing where if you sleep for like ten hours or eleven hours or dare we say even twelve, you wake up feeling like sick. We wake up feeling sleepy, which which is the grossest thing. Yeah, you're sleepy, but I find there's also a kind of nausea where like your body's going. We haven't done anything for ages. Mm. Mm. Well, because of my um, lower back pains, I, I I get all they all stiffen up, and so I I can I wake up pretty stiff and pain in pain. Is this your lower back thing from ages ago? Yeah, it sort of comes in swear, and out. It comes back. I remember in... the inciting incident. Yeah, it's two thousand and thirteen. Whoa, we're old now. Yeah. But, I mean, oh, man. It, it's changed in, in its nature, and it's come back, and it's gone away, and it's come back. And To to fill you in on the backstory, listeners, um, Phil bent pun. down. Huh? Yeah, yeah. On the, well, yeah. on the backstory, it's also the pun, which is, of course, the title of uh, David Mitchell's book. Um, ah. Because c- he started going for long walks as part of uh, something to do with his back. Um, the backstory is that Phil um, bent over um, with poor form to pick up his own massive dick um, <laughs> yeah and he I wrenched his lower back um yes i just i just felt something's pop um and <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't painful which is the most worrying thing it just felt weird and then i got home and sat down and my back exploded with pain jesus but, but uh, <clears throat> i don't know how bad it was you know because i never i didn't I was sort of writhing for about a day, and then things sort of settled down. Um, 
a, a day is too long to writhe. No, I mean, people who've, who've put their backs out have been immobile for like a week. I, I think I got away with it pretty well. And like, I, I did, it didn't, it wasn't an issue for years. And then, and then my, yeah, I don't know. I don't know really. I mean, I've, I've never had great, a great back. So I don't know if I would have got to this point anyway, because being Are tall you... and hunching as I always have. Yes. It, yeah. it leads to this kind of thing. Are you so going to be an indoor yoga boy? Well, yeah, I'm going to have to, my sister's got a mat. So I'm going to have to get a mat and, um, do some Pilates on my own, I reckon. How are you going to spend your one allowance of exercise a day, Pierre? Um, I think I'm going to spend it doing... Uh, uh, I'm going to run around Finsbury Park, coughing on all the handrails. <laughs> As a policeman watches you and goes, well, it is his only one of the day. <laughs> yes, Can't do yeah. anything. Yeah, he's a handrail cougher and there's nothing we can do. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I was sort of amazed to watch Boris Johnson last night doing this speech, but I was kind of amazed it took us this long, um, to, to say, you know what, you can't, we can't actually trust the British public not to go to the pub, obviously. Mm. Mm. Can you imagine someone saying, do you know who, do you know who will voluntarily stop going to the pub entirely without pubs actually shutting? The British public. Well, yeah, I was thinking about this because... It's it's for for someone like me. It's a nuisance not to be able to go to the pub if I want to, but for a lot of people, it's literally their life. Like if if you live in a, a rural area, because I've I've stayed, I've stayed in I, I recently stayed in an inn for um, a tour show, and like the people there are locals and, and and regulars, and they're there every day, and that is their community. That is where they go. It is their life. Yeah. Like, you can't expect them to willfully, willingly stop doing that. It's just not going to happen. You've got to, you've got to shut it down. The same just goes for London, where they're not even local. It's just like, well, this is London and whatever, and I don't understand the seriousness of this. Um, and the other thing that amazed me was, oh, God, what was I going to say? The pub thing, but also the... Oh God, my brain is my brain is rotting. I think from being indoors uh, mm. so much. I think I'm losing my mind a little bit. I think that's going to gradually come through. The drawings are going to be like a serial killer's diary in a film. <laughs> just as you flick through them, they just get worse and worse and weirder and weirder. And they go around about this point is where we think it really tipped over the edge. Ten thousand um, sketchbooks on these <laughs> shelves, and in each book. <laughs> <laughs> getting slowly hunted down by Morgan Freeman the doodler um, but yeah and the the one form of exercise a day I don't know how they're going to enforce that but I'm, I'm sure they'll find a way I mean I think th th they're being extremely optimistic that someone like me is going to do exercise every day <laughs> yes <laughs> well, I'm quite annoyed because I'm still a bit sick, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite easily tired. From and you've been sick for ages, huh? Yeah, this is um, as as we're talking now. I've been sick for well, basically fourteen days. Mm. Um, mm. So it it should be going away now, and it is, but it's just it's it's leaving really slowly, like someone who's shit at leaving a house party. Oh God, yeah. 
This yeah, this... it's it's six a.m. and they're like, "Do you have any beer left?" And you go, "No," and you think that's going to get them away. And they're like, "Ah, oh, it's okay. I'll I'll go to the shop." And like, ah, yeah. <laughs> well, that thing where someone says goodbye to you, and then because they're overly sociable, they're saying goodbye to everyone, and you see them forty-five minutes later saying a good having a goodbye chat. <laughs> And you have to do that thing where it's like, oh, you, oh, well, you, you, I thought you were leaving forty-five minutes ago, and they go, oh, I still am. <laughs> then you have to squeeze past them to go to the toilet. Um, yes. Oh, you're gonna, you're, you're immune now, though. Maybe, Arr. maybe. Oh, I'd like to, I'd like to thank all the pod buds, of which there are so many who, they heard the podcast where I talked about having no sense of taste or smell, mm. and at that point it was the girl from Frozen and Nadine Dorries, the MP. Who, and a few German and Iranian news articles that talked about coronavirus having no sense of taste or smell as a symptom. But then it hit the UK press and the American press. Forbes magazine did a piece on it. And so many podbuds sent me links to the news articles going, you've got it, you've got it. Oh, wow. That's like neat, because you, you said it unprovoked. Un, un, uh, yeah, I just said it. I, yeah, I just I was just talking about it. So they must have heard it, and they must have felt like you guys listening must have felt like, um, you know, like in medical dramas when a doctor is 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 like uh, watching a, uh, uh, it's like often it sometimes it happens in like House or Scrubs, they're watching like a news reporter, and their like partner in the room is like, what's wrong with his hands? He keeps and they go, oh wait a minute, and they diagnose him like through the TV. Mm, yes. Yeah, um, people, that must have been very satisfying for our podcast. Yeah, they must have felt good. And I want to say to you guys, thank you. And it, uh, it should have felt good. You were being good people. Dear one at Phil Wang's house, Phil cooks too much spaghetti and has already exhausted a supply that's meant to last him three weeks. Dear two, Phil records an episode of his podcast Bud Pod with his friend Pierre Novilai over the phone. He doesn't tell Pierre that he's naked the entire time. Dear three, Phil's sister is fed up with how much toilet paper he gets through and tells him to just use a plate like a normal person. Dear four, Phil wakes up and realises it was all a dream. Dear five, Phil wakes up from that and realises that that was the dream and the lockdown is real. He goes back to sleep. Dear six, Phil's sister manages to find some pasta bows at a co-op and he weeps with joy before making himself a bolognese and eating it off some toilet paper. I keep sort of wishfully thinking I have I have it and I'm such a legend that I hardly notice. Because like from time to time my my chest gets a bit tight and my head gets hot and I go oh! and sometimes I, uh, something doesn't smell as strong as it usually does and I go oh! maybe I have it. <laughs> I have you it. might. And my immune system is so fucking killer that it only ever gets about half an hour to emerge at a time. But, I mean, <laughs> that is pretty wishful thinking. Like a prisoner. Yeah. Half an hour of wreck time. <laughs> Out in the yard. 
Um, yeah, I'm annoyed though because otherwise, like, I'd I, I'd like to think that by now I would be doing like a a sort of um, an an amount of push-ups that imply that I'm a guy who's in jail, like 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 a uh, um, uh, Cape Fear. I'm just I'm just getting fit to take revenge. You know, I I've not seen it. Like he, like he's in his prison cell doing loads of push-ups and stuff. He's just getting strong for when he leaves, so he can kill all his enemies. Oh, nice one! That sounds like a movie I'd like. That's a Count of Monte Cristo, Cape... essentially. Well, no, so it's not enemies so much as you know. You you have seen Cape Fear because you've seen the Sideshow Bob episode where he gets out of jail and gets released and hunts down Bart and they end up <laughs> oh, on right. that boat. Oh, they end up on Cape that boat Fear. going down the river. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's basically Cape Fear. Okay, nice one. Yeah. That's something I can finally do. Catch up on all these fucking movies I'm supposed to have seen by now. Yeah, yeah, good call. Good, 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 good. Um, I watched The Iceman the other day. What's that? Um, it's Michael Shannon uh-huh. and his frowny, frowny face. Okay. And he's uh, playing a, a, a sort of slightly fictionalized version of a real-life mafia hitman from the 70s and 80s. Okay, and he goes around hitmanning people. Yeah, and and frowning and not reacting to stuff, and everyone's like, "Wow, this guy's cool as ice." Oh yeah, Michael Shannon. He's he's got a great face, Michael Shannon. Man, if you want a guy with a craggly frown, he's he's as craggly as you can get whilst still being quite handsome. That's as yes. evil as a man can look before he starts looking ugly. <laughs> That's our new scale. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Shannon line. The cr- the Shannon line. He's the cra- between craggly evil and handsome smooth. Right, yeah. Like someone like... Uh, um, <laughs> what's his name? Lee... Uh, ah, no Country Old Men, you know. Oh, uh, 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 Thingy Lee, Christopher Lee. No, John no. Lee, Jackie Lee. John Jin- Thing Lee what something. What's his oh, name? Pe- people are screaming. People are, yelling. Yeah. <laughs> people are <laughs> screaming this. Uh, let's see. Look it up, look it up. Um, who's who's the... Lee Jones? I'll, I'll... Something Lee Jones, is it? Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. He's to the he's into the ugly side of Craigley. He's right yeah. of the Shannon line. He's ju- he, Yeah, he's just above Shannon. Yeah. Um, and I would say the far end of Handsome Smooth is probably, what, a, a fully clean-shaven Chris Evans? Yeah, 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 exactly. Completely plain... I think we said before the default um, face on, on an RPG video game before you've made any edits. Yeah, de- but like default hero face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, and also I will say like young, like 1990s era Leonardo DiCaprio, that kind of smoothness. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's even to the like, left of Chris Evans. Yeah, where you're essentially a sort of boy, boy, boy man. Yeah. And Whereas, then, yeah. Right of Tommy Lee Jones is um, the the guy from uh, Drum Fast Soul Punch in the Face. <laughs> yeah, what's his name? He's got two yes. couple of letters. T R. What's his name? J R. Oh. Tolkien. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's in loads of shit. He's what's in it? fucking everything. What's his that name? Guy. T J. Wrinklehead. What's his name? T J. Wrinklehead. I think T J. Wrinklehead. Johnny... T J. Wrinklehead. Right. I think it's JT Craggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's starting to get craggly enough to be a, a threatening and 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 sort of evil. Yeah, um, 
And then who's, who's the cr- who's far who's the right? Cr- Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. J.K. Simmons. Pal- that's his name. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Emperor Palpatine and um, Keith Richards. He looks quite evil, like an evil pirate. Oh, he's he's quite, he's quite a nice pirate, I think. But yeah, but that's because we know him. But if you just saw his face mm. l- looming out of a fishing boat at midnight. Oh, you know who is very far right on that scale? Hank. Not Hank. Mike from Breaking Bad. You know, the bald... Yeah. Handyman. He, he, looks, he, he looks like a furious old onion. Yes, he does. He looks exactly... I don't know if you've read Sin City, but the yellow yes, bastard... The, yes, and, and he looks quite like him in the film, too, because they've given him that kind of upside-down, teardrop-shaped head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's some young guy they got to, to play him in the film. They should have got... Mike from Breaking Bad. He looks exactly like him already. <laughs> um, I've by, been catching. By up the with... way, Better Call Saul. Do you watch Better Call Saul? Yes, I've been watching it. Oh, it's the best. I love it. I'm watching it week by week now. I'm not caught up. I have to wait every yeah. week now. I've done the same thing. It's really good, isn't it? Are you all the way caught up? Um, I think I'm one episode behind. Oh, nice one. I think it's yeah. fantastic. It's, it's really so good. good. Yeah. Have you Have you ever seen clips of um? The uh, uh, Bob Odenkirk who plays Saul Goodman. Have you ever seen clips of his stand-up? No, I've seen him and I've, I've seen his sketch show. I've seen Mr. Mr. Show. Mr. Show, which is really good. Um, and he's also the producer of Tim and Eric. Is he? The the original producer. They sent him uh, tapes and stuff back in the day. Wow. Um, and he looked at the tapes because um, the way they'd done it was that... Uh, They'd enclosed like um, a blank, a, like a check made out to them for him to send them for the tapes. Like, you better pay us for these. <laughs> um, and he thought that was funny. Yeah, in the 80s and later, he was a stand-up. He, like, like, like used to be able to happen. Um, and yeah. it's sort of all right, but it's like very 80s. And he's in like a sort of black t-shirt and stuff. It's really funny seeing him do it. I swear um, in the 80s in America... A man had to do one stand-up set, and then he had a TV show. I swear to God. I mean, they literally talk about it in like those out-of-date how-to-make-it-in-comedy books, where it's like, well, you get yourself your funniest seven minutes, and you do it <laughs> over and over again till you get on Carson, and then you do Montreal, and then it's sitcom time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's practiced. amazing. And I they mean, go, like, and if you're Allen lucky... Tim was a stand-up. He, he was a... Yeah. But, uh, Tim Allen was convicted, I think, of smuggling either coke or weed no. on a plane. No, really. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a famous. So we found a kilogram of cocaine stuffed in your rectum. <laughs> <laughs> they put a hand on his shoulder. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> he has to go to Wilson over the fence for legal advice. Wilson, what do you would what would you do if you were caught with a kilogram of cocaine up your asshole through going through an international airport? Well, Tim, that's quite a doozy. It reminds me of the uh, Dalai Lama or something. I <laughs> I love that show. We watched that show all the time as kids. It was on the Disney Channel in Malaysia. I don't know if you had it in South Africa. We we had it we we had it in South Africa. Was, for some reason, the diet of like post-colonial countries television seems to have been decided centrally somewhere yeah i know there's all disney channel nickelodeon uh i don't know if you got cinemax 
Well, we we South Africa had, you could get cable, but like uh, we had these this stuff on like um, our own weird TV channels. So we had like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, The Cosby Show, which now in hindsight is a mm. chilling piece of art. <laughs> um, Cosby Show, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Simpsons. Yeah, we uh, we had WWF SmackDown after like the local news. Just crackers. <laughs> <laughs> when someone's just riffing a TV channel's vibe. <laughs> what kind of TV channel are we? He's like, I don't know. Put the wrestling on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't done that thing like the BBC have, where it's like, oh, I think it's more BBC One than BBC Two. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. just gone. It's look. It's all on the channel. But it's just, TV, just... isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pictures and noise. Put it on. Yeah. Put put them on in any order. We don't care. <laughs> it's it's five p.m. on a Friday, and there's going to be a documentary about worms, and then wrestling, <laughs> and and then the news, and then the Simpsons. We don't know. <laughs> now Simpsons is always six o'clock. It's always six. Yeah. O'clock. We um we but yeah we had we had uh, um oh we had what was that one Full House we had as well. Oh, we never got that. Yeah, see, we, they, they, we had Full House with the, 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 the again, in hindsight, a, a sort of quite creepy piece of art of the Olsen twins. Oh, that's what they were in. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what kicked them off. There were like five in that. And you go, wow, you were really fucked from the start. Yeah, not, not a chance. They, they, should, they genuinely need to, like, like, Hollywood should club together, right? Do a, go, do a GoFundMe. Mm. And they should buy... An enormous stretch of land in Montana where there's nothing except horses and, and fields um, and distant misty mountains. And it should just be, if you are in something big and successful when you are under 10, when you turn 18, you should be sent to the big farm. <laughs> sent to the farm upstate. Yeah. And, and what, to, is this a like, rehabilitation? It's 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 rehab because they're just going to be like, look, we're operating on the assumption that you need to go to rehab anyway by now. <laughs> um, it's 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 rehab, but also it's like um, it's the way they treat like prize horses, like they don't race them to death, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And also, like, so you say those... we should turn um, Haley Joel Osmond into glue. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. All the Brady Bunch glue. <laughs> um, <laughs> the um the sticky bunch. But they, the st- <laughs> well, this Brady Bunch branded glue seems like a kind of irrelevant product uh, launch to do with the brand. It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and, and like, because basically, a lot of those child stars disappear from fame until they're thirty, and they're cast in a gritty uh, crime drama anyway. Of course. So why don't we just formalize the process? And it's like you're allowed to leave the farm. Once you've spent time at the lovely, lovely, relaxing farm, going to university or doing high school properly, um, and just just calming down, and then we're going to release you back into Hollywood at the age of thirty to thirty-one when you've got a bit craggly, and you can play, <laughs> you can play the stalker in an episode of Law and Order SVU. So yeah, essentially like they're um, a big cat, a big yeah, exactly. cat has been rescued from a crazy. Uh, collector. Yeah, a crazy circus cat, and you'll yeah. be treated as such. Um, yeah, I think that's... Yeah, let's do that. Once this is all over, we should put all our efforts into opening this farm. Into the Montana farm... The, the Montana Rehabilitation Center for 
dirty so little boys and dirty little girls. <laughs> Shall we do some correspondence? We must. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ring, ring, letters, keep emails, emails, emails phone, phone telegrams, correspondence. Go and re and spawn and dance. Oh, correspondence. Um, Amy gets in touch. Amy, never lamey. No. Uh, hello again, Tweedlebum and Tweedlepea. Yes, we've had her recently, haven't? Amy um, was in touch last week, wasn't she? Well, in touch. We read one of Amy's messages last week. Maybe it was last week. She sa- she says I sent you a poopy tail a few weeks ago. Ah, okay. Um, and she says, uh, but on my walk home today, I remembered a solid gold turd of a story that I'd meant to send you the first time I got in touch. <laughs> they can repeat on you. Uh, yes. So she says, our building has one, about 150 flats in it, and there is a Facebook group for residents. Oh, okay. It's mostly used for selling old furniture or trying to find parcels. Yeah. Uh, however, every now and then there's something more interesting. About a year ago, I saw this post. Uh, I've sent you the screenshots. Um, so, this is from the admin. Uh, the, as in the admin of the group. Mm-hmm. She says, I've screenshotted the best comment separately to try and convey the tension and anticipation I felt waiting for each new update. And so, so uh, suddenly, someone posts this, right? The administrator posts this on the group. Hi, everyone. With regards to what happened last night, I think we can all agree that the act itself was a vile and disgusting thing to find in the property. And no <laughs> one sh- <laughs> when something is when something is described only as the act, you know it was disgusting. <laughs> Caught in the act. Ugh. It was a vile and disgusting thing to find in the property, and no one should feel scared in their own home, as some people were. <laughs> God. How big um, was this thing? Yeah, well, I know many of us have contacted, uh, I think it's the, the building administrator, oh yes, uh, with no response yet. Surprise, surprise. Bit of banter there. Uh, <laughs> but hopefully the waste and the culprit can be dealt with appropriately and swiftly. Can we all please try and keep a civil and respectful tone when discussing things? We can all feel strongly regarding what happened and how the act itself is is disgusting. However, please refrain from using language that can dehumanize and degrade people. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, there were about five comments expressing disgust before someone actually revealed what happened. So here's, here's a comment. Wow. 
So this guy took a dump in the corridor. <laughs> and and he's this person has asterisked out the two internal letters of dump. Wow, okay. Why is <laughs> dump dump is a swear word? <laughs> Had this has this person just assumed all four le- literal four letter words have to have <laughs> at least one letter asterisk out. <laughs> Like, like he's asking out the the a and what and stuff. Well, well, how do we know it's dump? Maybe it's damp. <laughs> this guy took a damp in the corridor. <laughs> wow! So this guy, for a, wee. Yeah. a drip, a drip, a drip. Yeah, that'd be a wee. Yeah. Uh, so this guy took a dump in the corridor, censored. Then clearly fell into his own. I'm assuming crap because he censored that again. <laughs> <laughs> C star star P. He didn't fall into his own coop, I don't think. Camp? Camp, fell into yeah. his own camp? Wow, so this guy took a dump in the corridor and then clearly fell into his own crap and dropped his wallet next to it before oh. leaving the scene. Oh my god, he left his identification. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like the tutorial level of a detective video game. <laughs> Where it's what like, evidence uh, do you see? Hmm, maybe there's a wallet he's... next to the <laughs> He's like Pooh Zorro. <laughs> ah, his calling card. <laughs> yeah. He's he's gone You tell everyone you know that it was Jimmy Knuckles who shat on this carpet. <laughs> the only one person whose calling card is also their debit card. <laughs> and he needs it back. <laughs> uh so, wow, this guy took a dump in the corridor, then clearly fell into his own crap and dropped his wallet next to it before leaving the scene. And then there's an emoji here, which is the 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 thinking on the chin hand emoji. Wow. The hmm emoji. Wow. It's always funny to see a flippant use of an emoji in such a serious <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. disgusting situation. Well, see, now he gets philosophical, this guy. So he does the thinking emoji, and then he says, this person must have woken up wondering what his life has become, dot, dot, dot. And then he adds, I didn't think this was possible. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get a reply from someone who says, he didn't leave the scene, he was sleeping in the corridor. Uh, uh. (laughs) Imagine my delight, uh, continues Amy. Someone took a shit in the corridor, fell in the shit, dropped his wallet, and then fell asleep. I don't get people who take a shit when they're out of it. I've, I can, I understand vomiting because you can't stop that. But, and maybe even pissing myself. But even then, you always have the wherewithal to find a wall or a little dark corner. But to be so out of it, you, you think you you go. I can't do anything but take this dump right now. <laughs> I can't yes. picture it. It's so weird. It's so extreme. It's so bad. <laughs> that's such a funny thing to say it's so bad <laughs> that's all that can be said it's so bad <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> that, that's so like direct and clear that it's kind of charming <laughs> that's so funny what was uh, like like it's like you've just left the corridor with a, a sleeping shit streaked man and got, come out and gone it's so bad <laughs> it's so bad in there what he's um, done what he's done it's <clears throat> it's so bad <laughs> um so the comment, uh, then someone says, I agree with you um so and so I'm sorry, but I can't be tolerant at this stage 
I can't be tolerant at this stage, they say. At this stage. At this the stage of all shit in the corridor stage. <laughs> I have a shit next to my door. <laughs> <laughs> Not this stage. <laughs> this is a stage I, too far. Yeah, this is a stage too far. And I have a seven-month-old daughter. Oh. Who presumably is doing her own shits. Yeah, so the, and, and, so, and, and this is um, setting a terrible example for her. Yeah, how can I convince her to stop shitting anywhere other than the loo if there's a grown man asleep <laughs> in the corridor in his own shit? How um, am I supposed to look my child in the eye and yeah. tell her not to shit in the corridor <laughs> when she sees people out there shitting in corridors? People, people like this clumsy man. Uh, they, they continue, there is also another child living in front of me. In front of me. <laughs> That's such a strange way of putting it. In front of me. It must be English as a second language. There's another right. child living in front of me. Every day this child is living right fucking in front of me. <laughs> I wake up and there it is in front of me. Living. living. <laughs> uh, no contractor has been here yet. They continue. And the person who did it is simply ignoring it. That's a bold move to just ignore your own corridor shit. But surely they know who it is if they... If- this person yeah. their wallet. Well, this person says, I'm pretty sure he knows what he did. The police made him aware last night. The individual was sleeping in the corridor and the police walked him home. The administrators probably know who this guy is. They said they will take action. The area was clean today around 6pm. That is too long to take wow. to clean it. So from the morning till 6pm. Yeah, well then wow. um, Amy, Amy continues saying, I don't know what's happened to the drunken shitter, but the carpet still hasn't been replaced. Oh, it's a carpet. <laughs> oh, God. Before I sign off, I would like you to know that every time I'm sad or annoyed, my husband now says, Binbag's wife, Binbag's life. <laughs> uh, keep on jacking it, Amy. Bye, Amy. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's a lovely story. That's funny. Um, and uh, we'll do, we'll do this, this one more uh, correspondence mm-hmm. uh, from uh, Leilani. Leilani. What a name. That's beautiful. Very funny. Assuming I'm saying it correctly. Leilani, very funny. Dear Spill and Spear. That's cute. That sounds like a nice uh, gastro pub. Spill and Spear. Spear. Yes, they do do an unusual version of a hog roast. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got a miso glaze. Yeah, they've thumbed a load of star anise into it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, dear Spill and Spear, uh, love the pod. As a zoologist by training, oh, uh, oh, study of zoos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as a zoologist by training, your podcast prompted me to ponder the great diversity of excreta within the animal kingdom. Yes, this is ah. what we have always wanted to achieve. That's right. We we are the uh, who's the guy who did Cosmos. Oh, um, uh, Patrick Moore. No, no. Wasn't it Cosmos. Sir Patrick Moore? What's, uh, oh no, he did The Sky at Night. What's Cosmos? Um, Cosmos. The American one. Yeah. Uh, Carl Sagan. We're the Carl Sagan oh. of Pooh. Yes, we're the Carl Sagan of Pooh. Phil, see, Phil, they're going for the American version. I went for Sir Patrick Moore. Um, How will we ever get on? And I only remembered who Sir Patrick Moore is because... Do you remember Weeble Stuff, the Flash cartoons? Absolutely not. Weeble Stuff. Yeah, it was like a kind of talking egg. 
Oh. Um, do you, they no. did little flash loops and songs. You will have seen some of their songs. Okay. Uh, Magical Trevor. <laughs> You're just saying words to me now. Yeah, all right. Well, they they did a whole song about Patrick Moore playing the xylophone. And now that's going to be in my head all day. Um, You're welcome. Thank you. So... Uh, so she's she's looking into the, 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 the diversity of excreta within the animal kingdom. During my studies, I have learned that spider poo has the appearance and consistency of correction fluid. Correction. Oh, Tipex. Tipex, yes. Ah, Other correction fluids are available. So if you run out of uh, Tipex... Um, Get a spider to shit all over your homework. Yeah, just look for a spider who's had a bit of food poisoning. Or a drunk spider who's dropping his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I like the. I always thought that Tipex was quite fascinating because it was like, well, I better cover up my mistake with this massive blob of paint. <laughs> I know, I know. Surely this is worse. This is much <laughs> yeah. worse than just crossing it out, isn't it? Yeah, unless unless you wrote like uh, "Dear Cunt" instead of "Dear Alan," and you go, "Oh shit." <laughs> But even then, if Alan really wanted to know what you initially thought of him, he could just scrape it off. Forensically, yeah, that's true. Um, so spider poo is like correction fluid, while praying mantises produce perfectly spherical little shits. That must be what they're praying for. <laughs> Please let it be circular again. <laughs> <laughs> Please, mantis oh, please. <laughs> make please. my Make my poo the roundest poo in the jungle. Please. Oh, please, please, I can't <laughs> cope if it's going to not be a circle. <laughs> please. Sir, sir, what, is, what are the praying mantises praying for? Uh, never mind. Uh, you'll find out when you're older. You'll find out <laughs> on the farm. Um, uh, Leilani continues, I've been racking my brain for a whole 15 minutes trying to decide what is the strangest animal poo, but would appreciate your expert opinion as I'm honestly stuck. So, um, she gives us two candidates. Okay. Um, one of which is exotic, one of which is, is less exotic, I would say. Ooh, a lovely range. Yes. Candidate number one, sooty beach scale insects. Sooty beach scale insects. Yes, and I think sooty beach might be a kind of beach tree. It's, it's beach with a double E. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That helps. Sooty beach scale or, insect. Okay. Or maybe beach is the tree, and these are sooty, the sooty version of the beach scale insects. Yes, yes, yes. So they live under the bark of beech trees. Fun, lovely, cozy. They feed from the fluids of the tree. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah, and they excrete the excess sugar. <gasps> so it's called honeydew, she puts in quotes. Wow, which okay. Is a is a good bit of marketing there. <laughs> it's someone. not sh- uh, sweet shit, it's a uh, honeydew. It's honeydew. Uh so they excrete the excess sugar or honeydew out of long fibrous anal tubes. <gasps> um these sugar shit straws are so abundant. Yeah, you know what anal tube sounds a bit like? <laughs> a very precise jazz musician. <laughs> oh man, anal tubes, man. You 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 could try to get that guy to improvise. He wouldn't. <laughs> he was very specific about the songs to play. Yeah. 
he he would only play jazz if it was no like by notation. Cleanest was... trumpet on the scene, anal tubes. <laughs> you could eat your dinner off his trumpet, and if you tried to, he'd have a massive panic attack. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Um, So they feed on the fluids of the tree and excrete the excess sugar or honeydew out of long fibrous anal tubes. Um, These sugar shit straws are so abundant in New Zealand's southern beach forests that they form the basis of an entire ecosystem. Wow! And they're full of um, sugar, so they're full of energy. It's a key energy source for native Mm. birds, other insects, and lizards, although in recent decades, invasive wasps have disrupted this food web by monopolizing the honeydew. Ah. Is there any context in which wasps aren't a piece of shit? (laughs) God. They're they're, they're the mafia of the animal kingdom coming in and extorting. Yeah, the only thing I know that even, yeah, the only thing I know that even eats wasps is badgers. Wow, we don't thank I think them they enough. eat wasps. Yeah, that's right. We should stop gassing them. Um, or we should keep doing it. I don't know enough about bovine TB. Anyway, candidate number two, right? So that's candidate number one. That's a pretty That's a pretty strange animal poo. Yeah. Sugar, sugar tubes. Yep. Uh, anal tubes, yeah. Anal tubes. Uh, candidate number two, birds are everywhere, and we just accept that their acid droppings corrode car paint. Do they? Yeah. Wow, they're acid. They're very acidic, I think. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. So, the, and also, it's, it's weird that their piss and shit is just one cloaca thing firing it out. They're essentially dropping chemical bombs. Yeah, they're, they're napalming. They're napalming, they're napalming us all the time. They're napalming cars. Gosh. And so, what um, is the competition here for the strangest poo? Yeah, so so I think what what Leilani's going for there is that she's found like a very ex- a poo that is strange in its exoticness and the mm. fact that it's basically made of sugar, mm. whereas she's countered that with a more like a ah there is wonder all around us kind of yes. option of like ah yes. if you think about it it's only just because we're used to it that we things are covered in acid bird shit all the time. Of course, of course. Yeah, so those are our options. What do you think? Well, I, I, just for the sake of variety and interest, I'm going to go for the sweet anal tubes. I think we have to go for the sweet anal tubes um, because as much as she's... And I, well, I mean, I, I assume Le- Leilani is a, is a, a lady. Mm. I don't know. Uh, Leilani's point guess. about... Yeah, Leilani's point about the birds is a good point. However... There are loads of other kinds of birds and things like birds that do shits like that. Whereas there's only one tube of sugar that's also a poo. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You know, it would be different if it was like, well, the, the, there's a beetle uh, uh, in New Zealand that does these long anal tube sugar poos. But, you know, my chihuahua does uh, uh, logs of pure glacé cherry sugar <laughs> out of its asshole. Exactly. For pure uniqueness, it has to go to anal tubes. I mean, because, like, I shit acid sometimes. Oh! <laughs> if, if it's been a particularly big night. How how diabetic... Like You can tell if someone's diabetic if they have sweet urine. Yeah, yeah. Um, who was one of the singers, I think, with anal tubes. Sweet urine. Sweet urine. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, 
how how unbelievably diabetic must you be if you have really a sugary poo? Yeah, God. Just Nutella. Uh, yuck. <laughs> Horrible. It is yuck. It is yuck. The um, is like, wow, I'm afraid it's it's got to your poo. You're 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 so full of sugar that your poo is frankly delicious. <laughs> <laughs> right, well that's the good that's news is much... you're self you're self sustaining now. You're... <laughs> yes, you've you're you're the first loop. <laughs> um right that's the podcast that's pretty much it yeah thanks so much uh for listening guys um hope everything's Um, going all right do do recommend us to anyone who you think is going bored out of their fucking mind in quarantine and do watch pierre's uh youtube doodles oh yes yes if you like um if you imagine the voice i'm using now but quietly talking about why i'm drawing a horrible egg then uh, you're gonna love it um, I highly recommend it. Um, but until uh, next week, have a good enforced lockdown. Yes, have a good uh, exp- uh, sort of World War II experience that we can use to belittle our own children's generation. At last we have something. At last! Yes! Yes, we got two recessions and a plague. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.